Welcome to Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand, episode 127. Three mind-blowing reasons teacherpreneurs might want to create reels on Instagram. So today I'm talking all about reels with a very special guest, one that I love the absolute most. She's the best guest in the whole world, and that is my daughter, Emily. And so I, she's not supposed to be talking or making any noise right now as I do this intro, but she is here with me and I'm excited to talk to her all about reels. Now, how does she know about reels? Well, first of all, she's a digital native, so come on. And then also a generation Z. And so she's very aware in that case, but she's also a virtual assistant. She has a virtual assistant company and she has really specialized on SEO and social media. And I have the best time doing reels thanks to her. So you definitely are going to want to stick around. Welcome to Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand, where bold teachers rise up and transform into successful teacherpreneurs who are destined for greatness. What exactly is a teacherpreneur, you might ask? Well, Webster's Dictionary defines the term as... Um, Okay, it's not yet a word in the dictionary, but hear you me, it will be one day. In a nutshell, a teacherpreneur is both a teacher and a business person, and we're here to help you be better at both. So without further ado, from One Tired Teacher and Trina Debery Teaching and Learning, here's your host, Trina Debery. Hey, so today we are talking about reels. I'm excited. I can't wait to discuss that with you and for you to really listen to this episode. It's just, it's so fun. Anyway, before we get started, I want to let you know that YDP is still open. It's open for a bit longer and I think another week. So I'll talk about it this week. I'll talk about it next Tuesday and that will be it. And it'll be closed again. I know many of you out there have heard the greatness of your data playbook with Beth and Jarrett Voshe. And you've heard the wonders of being able to really utilize your data and to better understand what's going on in your store and what kind of steps you need to take. And we are often guided by some incredible people. Like I know Shelly Reese, she's so, she's so good. She just recently did a, a live training in her Facebook group about covers that stop the scroll. And so she always gives the best tips. So these kinds of things go hand in hand with YDP because we make these changes or YDP like suggests that we make these changes. And then we go to really smart resources like Shelly, or we go to you know, Erin Water, she's another great one that does does things that help us to better our products and our resources. And I think all of that's important. But having a really firm grasp on your data is essential when you are trying to grow your business. And I know that for me, I'm very thankful for it. It's made a huge difference. And when there's something that's gone wrong, like the search recently with everything with the search, I'm able to look back and figure out what what do I need to do? What do I need to do from here? What can I do? What do I have control over? Because I don't have control over um, if TPT decides to change the logarithm. I, I don't, I can't control that. What can I control? 
YDP is really helpful in, in helping us determine what that is. And if you are interested, I would love to allow you or not allow you, I would love to offer you um, your to sign up with me. I'd love for you to sign up with me because I give a two times a month coaching session. We meet on Zoom and I go over any questions that you're having, especially if you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed because it can be overwhelming. I'm just going to tell you, there's lots of support in, in the group, in the YDP group, and there's lots of tutorials. You can go back into it and look at like the, the content that feels like more like course content, like it's a membership. It, um, but it has like a course component inside of it. So there's so much for you to learn. But if you need like you need someone to kind of talk through it with you, then I, I love to do that. I love to meet twice a month with my YDP people, my YDP plus Debbie. And then I also offer my course podcasting academy for teacherpreneurs. I offer that as a bonus for people that choose to purchase a year membership. And so that is just some of the little bit of goodies that I offer if you join through me. The biggest benefit is really supporting the podcast. It helps me continue doing this podcast because my business is geared towards teachers. And um, when I'm doing things that are geared towards teacherpreneurs, it's kind of a just a, you know, it's enjoyable. It's enjoyable, but I have to make it that work with my business as well. You know how it goes. So I appreciate any support when I am an affiliate partner for things that I truly believe. And I, I'll never suggest something that I don't believe in or that I haven't used myself or that I don't think is phenomenal. Um, so you don't ever have to worry about that. You can, and if you feel like you I'm too biased, then you can always join through other people. There's lots of other partners out there. Feel free to do that as well because it's it's worth it. It's such an it's such a massive tool that I use in my business and every year I make the decision to do it again and because I I believe in it. And I also believe in the people that created it. I think they're amazing. So that's just my little two cents. If you'd like to join YDP and Debbery, then hop on over to trinadebberyteachingandlearning.com forward slash YDP. It's that simple. You just go to my website forward slash YDP. I hope to see you there. Now let's get on with the show. Hey, okay. So now we are back and we are going to be talking about reels today. So some people are like, no, I don't want to do reels. But Emily is here to tell us that we might want to consider it. And so be well, before we get started, I want to say, welcome, Emily. Thank you. <laughs> what an introduction. I love to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so glad you're here. And you know, you've been, have you been on this podcast or just the teacher podcast? Oh yeah. You were on this because we talked about virtual assistant working with your family. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. We probably need to do a revision <laughs> <laughs> because we've learned some things, haven't we? <laughs> yes, we have. Yeah. You know what? We, yeah. Let me, yeah. I'll just give them a, just a quick up gap up date. So Emily, like in the last couple of months, told me that we needed to set some boundaries. And I don't do very well with boundaries, especially when it comes to her. So I didn't take it very well. <laughs> so <laughs> it took me a little bit of time to get used to it. But I, I think the changes that we have made in order to have a successful relationship at work and also personally have really made a difference. Do you yeah, agree? No, I agree. Yeah, for sure. 
So one of the things that we've done that you might want to consider with your virtual assistant, or especially if you're working with a family member, is to keep your personal relationship separated from work. And that is, we do, one of the ways we do that is through Slack, which um, you can do for free. And Mm -hmm. so if we have questions about work or anything work-related, we put it in Slack because I have people that listen to this podcast know that I have, um, ADD, so I can't remember anything. So I'm just (laughs) randomly texting Emily at all times of the day, asking her questions, which was annoying. And so putting it in Slack that way, I know it's there. She'll check it when she's working for me and when she's ready to check it. And then when she is the same thing and she's wants to talk to me after four o'clock in the afternoon, when I can no longer think, cause my brain doesn't work, then she puts it in Slack and then we can, I can answer it when I, when I look at it. So it's been a, I think that has been like a godsend. And you know what, a, a friend of mine in my mastermind recommended that. And I, I think it was Molly. So Molly, if you're listening, thank you so much. That's so helpful. Yeah, no, I mean, I use Slack with um, my interns and um, with one of my other clients and I think it's great. So I, I, mean, I actually pay for it um, so that I can have some of like the, pro features. Um, like one of them is like, oh, you, you can, do? yeah. Um, one that. of you can record like audio instead of just texting it out. Like you can send like an audio message. Um, and that's really helpful whenever, especially with one of my clients who, um, like we communicate solely on Slack. And mm-hmm. so it's easier for me to like send an audio message instead of typing like three paragraph long message to her where she can just listen to it in a minute instead of like have to read it over. And she does the same thing for me. So, and I do that with my um, interns too, so that I can send them an audio message and um, stuff like that. So that's the main feature that I've used in the pro feature. And I think it's worth it just because I like being able to talk it out instead of having to think about how to type it. Yeah, that's, I think that's helpful. I thought I could, that makes sense. I, I guess maybe, well, anyway, people can figure that out about Slack because that's not what we're talking about today. Although I do think that's really helpful. And there's like other questions that have just come to my mind that I think would be really interesting to know, even about your interns and things like that. But, um, but we'll stay focused. We'll stay yeah. focused today and we'll, we will talk specifically about reels. So why, Emily, why should we consider reels? Well, I think that you should more than consider reels because that is what you should be doing right now. Um, I think um, any social media is a game. Um, We have to play the game with the algorithm. And right now, the literal CEO of Instagram has come out many a time with how important reels are right now. Instagram used to be a photo generated app where you only posted photos, you only like photos, there wasn't even videos that existed. Um, But that is, that's changed. It's different. We're in a different time where people's attention spans are short and want exactly what they need right away. And they don't want to read a caption, they want to see it, keep scrolling, and then move on with their day. So that is what The CEO of Instagram is Adam Mossery. If you do not follow him, you should, because he puts out a lot of um, updates daily on on what's changing on Instagram and Facebook, because those two things are hand in hand. Um, His Instagram is at Mossery. So you should 
look them up. Well, I'll get it and link to it in the show notes. Okay. Um, And so he has said that we are basically going straight to reels. Um, Any photo stuff is really not going to be pushed in the algorithm. It's going to be a video generated app, um, which frustrates a lot of people, which is understandable. And like photos aren't completely like disappeared. They just aren't going to get as much as engagement. So um, that's the main reason that you should be using reels is because that is what the algorithm is pushing. And that's how you're going to be seen. Okay. So what about, like, I know people are still having some success with carousels and because you're talking specifically to teacherpreneurs, because I know you also work for um, a social media company, like you have different clients that are entrepreneurs and not specifically teacherpreneurs, but teacherpreneurs, the visual of, for teachers is really appealing, especially if it's, if it's value-based, it's like giving you, you know, here's, here's how you might, I don't know, do a soft start and then swipe, swipe, swipe of examples. And um, so are you saying that should we stop doing carousels or we just need to know that it may not get as much traction? Um, yes. <laughs> <They're both. laughs> um, I think that, th- and this is a conversation I had with a potential new client recently. Um, he was asking me like, what should I do here? What should I do here? And the answer is not clear for everyone. It depends on your audience. Mm-hmm. So that is where you must do research on what your engagement looks like. So if you are getting a ton of success and people are commenting on your carousels, they're liking them, they're sharing them, then don't stop. Like okay. that's working for you. But if you're like, well, I just put out this reel and it got 2000 views and 28 likes and 20 people commented, but then I put out a carousel and one person liked it and nobody commented, then there's your answer. Then okay then carousels, you're wasting your time. Then you're clearly getting more success with reels. But I think one thing is that obviously you need to do the research. You need to look at your analytics, um, which is not that hard. You just, you literally open up Instagram. It says Mm -hmm. insights. Um, You click on the insights button and it shows you um, your followers. It shows you what time of day that you can post. It shows you the posts that you have posted um, during the week, you can also look at, at a month view um, and see what your engagement is overall. Um, so Instagram actually has that built-in tool for you to view your analytics that way. Um, there's also a ton of applications where you can pay somebody else to basically do it for you. Okay. Um, and normally they're not that expensive. Um, but that's the first step is checking your analytics, see what works for you, because I don't necessarily think that you have to stop doing carousels, but I do think that if it's not working for you, then why waste your time on that? And also make it a reel. do both. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like a reel does not always have to be you in front of the camera. It can be a bunch of photos turned into a video. And that Mm -hmm. is literally the same thing that you're already doing. You're already spending the time making photos. Just put it into Canva, put it on the real template, and then put a trending sound behind it. And you're good to go. It's the same thing. You can can resize it in Canva. So that makes it super easy. Now, when you, even when you said insights, look at your insights for people like me, 
Um, <laughs> I had to remember how to do that. And mm -hmm. so when you open up Instagram and it automatically is just on your feed, you have to go to your own personal profile and then yep. underneath your information, like your little blurb about yourself, um, it has those things like edit profile, add tools, insights, add shop, email. So that's where you go to the insights. Yeah. You click Correct. on insights. Yep. Um, the rest of that stuff's not really going to do anything for you. So you're going to want to click insights mm -hmm. and then, um, at the top of that, it will, at least for me, it automatically goes to last seven days, which is yes. in the top left corner. Me you too. can change that to the last 14 days the last 30 days, you can see the previous month or the last 90 days, or you can just do it yourself. Like you can do a custom thing. So if I want to see the last two months, then I will go, I will scroll up and then just click the last day and then click the next day. Okay. That I just like we do on, when we're looking at the dashboard on TPT. So, yep. okay. So we can look at, we can look at specific time. Okay. What if it says like, I have if I look at the last 30 days, I actually have some negative like accounts reached. It tells me a number and then it says negative, a negative percentage. Does that mean that it was worse than the month before or? Yeah, it's comparing that to the month previous. So for me, mine's also in the negative, but that makes sense for me because the previous month I was doing a real every day. And then last uh, this, this month I had slowed down because I was overwhelmed with stuff that was going on. So okay. I didn't. So uh, that data to me, makes complete sense. I was down 40%, which is shows me that doing reels every day yeah. was working really well for me. Yeah. Cause um, I'm down 70%. So I need to go back and like custom and look at it from the months before and see where I was doing well and what I was doing. Mm -hmm. So that's yeah. really helpful. Okay. And then, um, what was I going to say about that? I lost my train of thought. So you definitely want to look at this information or pay someone to look at it for you and manage it and like give you some insight. Now, so you, so once you, so you are saying that you should like you, when you were, when you were up, when you were, when you were trending up or whatever, um, you were doing a reel every single day D is to do, do, is that like best practice to do a reel every day? Or, or I know I've heard you say you've talked about being consistent. So yes. if you can't consistently post a reel every single day, then don't do it every day. Is that right? Yeah. Because Look, then I'm, I'm learning. Yeah. You're going to get that negative engagement and negative reach if you aren't consistent. That's okay. why I, mine are down because yeah, my plan was to be consistent with trying to do five a week, really. So every day, I mean, every business day. So I was going to do one Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then I stopped doing that. And then my engagement went down this week. I've posted a reel, I think a couple times and my, and my, for the last seven days, I'm up by 1,775%, which is wow. a ridiculous amount yeah. but because I now have the engagement from posting those reels. So, whereas last week I didn't post a single one. So my engagement is like blown up, but I never recommend for you to post every day. If when I say that and people are like, oh my God, like I can't do that. I'm like, then don't, don't yeah. do what you can't attain. Whatever you can withhold for a long period of time is what you should do. And if that's posting one single reel a week, and then maybe posting a couple stories, then do that until you can grow. 
until you can get a little bit more. But if you're being consistent with it, you're more likely to have a consistent up on your data than you are if you're just going to post weird randomly. And is it, does it matter what time you post during the, okay. So how do you figure that out? Again, with your insights? insights. Okay. So you'll go to your insights and then you'll click total followers Mm -hmm. and then you scroll. Which I have a positive, I have a positive percentage on that. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) You scroll all the way down to the bottom and it says most active times and you can look at the hours or the days. Um, For me, the days are, there's not, it doesn't really matter. It's all pretty much the same level, but it'll show you the hours of the day on each day. So for me, it's pretty consistently 3 p.m. or 6 p.m. 3 p.m. is my most consistent time. So I normally try to post at three, um, but occasionally I'll forget and I'll post at six. So, but like both of those really work for me. So there are some people who it's really good at noon or it's really good in the morning. You just have to pay attention to what those insights are telling you. Okay. So mine, the biggest bar graph is, is at six. So Mm -hmm. then that's what I need to focus. Like I all set an alarm for myself. I know some people use a scheduler, but, um, it's hard. Can you with reels? I was going to say, can I, I, I don't even know um, it's possible. It, it is something they just recently implemented where you can actually schedule them to be posted. Mm-hmm. But the thing that I've had trouble with is the trending audio. Um, then you're not able to really attach that, um, which isn't as much of a problem as it used to be because trending audio is not as important as before, mm-hmm. but I still think that it makes a big effect. So, um, it's something that's kind of tricky. They haven't really like worked out all the kinks because they don't want you to schedule them out. Okay. Um, they they want, want it to be to organic. Yeah. All right. So, so I'll continue setting my alarm, but I just was noticing as we, as you were saying that, that I actually have like more people or the most active time is on Saturday when I'm not posting a reel. So maybe I need to need to do reels on Saturday. Yeah, and maybe that's the day that you you actually schedule it and you use an original audio instead of using a trending sound. So that way you can schedule it and not have to worry about how you schedule the audio. Okay. Well, I don't I don't schedule, but I do batch. Okay, mm-hmm. let me tell them about something that is very helpful. And you taught me this too. Um, so I batch my reels. So every week one of the jobs that I have Emily to do you and your team or whoever, I don't even know who's doing it. I know it's not you sometimes because it says Trina can do. And (laughs) so I'm like, this is an Emily, but it doesn't matter because it gets done and I'm happy. So she sends me a real report every single week and with some trending audio or ideas. So right now I think, what do we have five going? Yeah. I think something like that. Yeah. And I tell her the amount and then she gives me ideas. She gives me the, the audio. She gives me an example of how someone else has used that reel. And then she gives me an idea for myself specifically to what I'm doing, which is so helpful because I can do that myself. Yes. I can scroll through the reels and watch reels and say, Oh, but I like, that is so helpful to just have you say here. And then you also give me non-trending sounds, which is fine. I can use whenever I want as well. And it has, it is like, for some reason, 
then it just it like it like sparks. I don't even usually do it exactly the way you say it, but because you have given me like just a little bit of a push, I can, I'm like, oh yeah, I can do this, this, and this, and this. And so it's just so, it's so helpful. And so I take those and I create the different, my different reels and I keep them in drafts that this sounds like labor intensive, but then I, but it's not, it doesn't really take that long. And then, um, and then I post them, I set an alarm and I just post them. And I, if I keep them in drafts, the other good thing about, about batching is I can do all the captions too. So, because that's, that will give me a hang up if I have to do one at the last minute. And then I have to think of a caption. Like I, I I'm like, Oh, I can't, I don't, I can't think I need it to be when my brain is focused on that. That's why I like the batching so much. And then also I do have your team. You do create a reel for me that I don't have to worry about which is from the podcast episode every week. And then, which is a similar template basically. And then I do think of the caption for that. And then I have that in my phone ready to go to post. So I, so it's less reels that I have to do, but I don't feel like those do as well as some of just the other natural ones that, yeah. that I do. Um, so I, so I think that that's helpful, but, um, but I, I feel like so thankful for that real report because it really gets my brain thinking. And also you guys are good about making sure the audio, cause you know, sometimes when you find one and then the audio is not available on Instagram and you have to go to TikTok, and then that's big pain. Um, I, it's just easier when I can just use this audio on TikTok. I mean, not TikTok on Instagram, and then it just makes it so much easier. So I think that is so helpful. Yeah, I mean, and I I can't take credit for that idea. Smart girl marketing, Stephanie Friedrich is the person who came up with that. Um, she taught me how to do a real report when I joined her team. Um, so all the credit to that idea goes to them. Um, I am just the one that implements it um, and fills it out and that I'm their real expert on their team. So that's why I know that. Um, but she, I will give her all the credit for that because they are the one that came up with that, but like I've helped at least build on top of that and each real report. Also you the ideas that you're giving, you have to take credit for that because you, even though you have not been a teacher yourself, you have, you've had a mom that was a teacher and you've spent so much time in my classroom not for remediation, but, um, <laughs> that makes it sound like you had to come back to yourself. Great. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, like your school started later. So Emily would stay in my classroom and work with small groups of kids. And oh my gosh, you were so great. I would be late from a team leaders meeting and you would be like running the class. You were, so you were come like, on in, yeah, Let's come on in. I know Let me, you would greet them at the door and that whole thing. I mean, technically I, I guess someone could have sued me, but anyway, um, <laughs> we survived, but, um, but it was so, yeah. So you, you do have like a teacher brain in more ways than the average virtual assistant, because you ha have experienced that. And not only have you, I mean, I was a teacher your whole life. Yeah. So it was, um, you know, it's a lot of, a lot, <laughs> it's a lot of, a lot of, and a lot of me talking about education nonstop. I have to share this really fast. So I have a friend on Instagram and she posted this question that said, um, if you, if you were kidnapped and, you know, taken away for 48 hours and then they returned you, they returned you because you talked too much about blank. And I was like, 
the education system. (laughs) They would return me because I couldn't shut up about the education system. (laughs) So anyway, I thought that was funny. (laughs) Um, But I mean, that's true. They are the ideas that I'm coming up with and finding for people. And I have also done it in so many different niches that I'm able to at least adapt to what is needed for that person. And that's also included in the Reels report is how it adapts to your niche, what it's going to do. Like, is it going to educate? Is it going to cause visibility? Is it going to um, enable connection? Like whatever that is. Yes. The objective, you share the objective. You're like for humor, for connection, for information, for yes. And that's very helpful too. And I keep telling you that you should put these on TPT and sell them because I think that they are worth it. Um, I still think you should do that because I think they are completely worth it, like to have that. And every time I think, oh crap, she's gonna um, you know, move away from the teacherpreneur world and I'm gonna have to find a new VA, I'm like, I hope she'll at least do the real report for me. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Yeah. But yeah, and it also, I mean, it also comes with step-by-step instructions. So like for people that aren't like you, like that are able that feel paralyzed in fear of like, I don't know exactly where to put the camera. I don't know where to move my hand. Like that, those little tiny things, especially for teachers who often want to follow like exact directions. And that works for like your brain sometimes, like some people it doesn't, but like a lot of times it does. Um, It's easier to like read a report that says, this is where you place your phone. Put it uh, like so that there's space above your head so that we yes. can write the text. Yes. Move your arm up at this point and this point. Click on this button to record, like those kinds of things. Oh, like, yes. So those like little directions also help for people who are like, I'm paralyzed. I can't do it. I'm scared. I don't know where to do this. Then they're like, oh, this is where I do it. And, or e- and not even necessarily because I have to say that not even necessarily that you're paralyzed, but the fact that you're using so much of your brain power to create like materials in your store or to do all the 50,000 other things that we do as teacherpreneurs, you just need like your brain needs. I remember feeling this way when I was teaching, I loved creating lessons and and, and ideas and, and extensions for reading for my reading block. Like that was something I love to do. But for math, I like to add like cooperative learning, but I'm like, give me the textbook. Like mm-hmm. I just want the textbook for this one subject because it's not my strong suit. And um, I can write lesson plans and do all these other things for all these other subjects, but I just, let me have the math book. That's what I feel like for these reels. I'm like, I can do this myself. I do feel like I'm creative enough and smart enough, but you you doing that allows my break to have my brain, my brain, not my break, my brain to have like a little bit of a break. And it's just like, I can go from there. I can take it from there. I can take it and run. But you getting me started like that is so stinking helpful. And I forgot, I even forgot about how valuable that is to like put a black screen here, like point here, do this, whatever it is, it, it is so helpful. Yeah. And it's one less thing you have to think about. And that's what I mean by like the paralysis, because a lot of people are like, it needs to be perfect. It's called PPP, perfect post paralysis. Mm. So like you think that it needs to be perfect. So you just don't do it at all. Um, But it's because your brain is thinking about so many other things. And like, that's one less thing that you have to think about when you do get a real report. 
Oh, I love, I love that. that. Oh, I oh, feel like I'm echoing. echoing. Do you hear Do that? You hear that? I'll just keep talking. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I was doing that. Now it stopped. So, all right. Anything else that we should know about reels? Um, just I'll be your like, authentic self. I feel like, yes, that's super important. And one thing, um, that is like being pushed more recently is original audio, um, which is why I've incorporated that a little more in reports recently, um, is because they're wanting to push small businesses, um, which is really good news. Yeah. yeah. Great news for, um, people who don't have a ton of followers, um, they're wanting to push so that way you can become a more well-known creator on Instagram. So um, that's that's one thing that I recommend is like, don't always follow the trends. Also, like, remember that you have so much value to share with your audience. Like you are an expert, like you, you need to believe that about yourself. So that way with what you're putting out, like you are, you come across competent with what you're you're giving to your audience you have that value to give so give it so actually talk about things that you know that you know and give that to them because that's valuable to your audience that's what they want to hear they want to hear from you they don't I mean yeah it's entertaining to see the things that are like from Schitt's Creek or like um, from the Peloton guy that always goes viral like those things are funny but they also are looking for you. That's why they follow you. That's why they've come to your page. So remember to do original audio, which is where you're talking, your voice is being heard and you're giving your own ideas. Yeah, no, I love that. And also I think that's important for teacherpreneurs to hear, even those people that are out of the classroom. Mm-hmm. We we sometimes like start second guessing ourselves and thinking that we don't have anything to offer but I feel like once you're a teacher, you're always a teacher. And there's so much that we have. I mean, for goodness sakes, I've been teaching since 1997. It doesn't matter that I haven't sat in the classroom last year or the year before. It matters that I have so much still to share because I have a wealth of experience. We all do in so many different areas. And also now we have the time to actually do some research and share information that way as well. So we still have a lot to offer. And I think sometimes we're really hard on ourselves. And you have a new perspective at this point. You're not burnt out anymore. Uh, hopefully you're not burnt out anymore. You've taken a break from being in the classroom and now you can sit back and be like, oh, this is now my perspective to share with you. And if also, if people don't want it, then you don't want them as your audience. You're talking to people who want to hear what you have to say. So if you're thinking like, oh, I don't have anything to offer. You don't have anything to offer to people that don't want what you're offering. You you do have something to offer. You have a lot to offer to the people that are there to hear you speak. So like talk to an audience, like you're talking to your biggest fans because that's, who's there to listen. And if they don't care, then see you later. That's a waste yeah. of your time. You don't need no, to that's true. <laughs> what if it's people that you knew in high school? <laughs> then fine. Then that's great. My biggest fans are you, Jake. Centerpoint Church, which is the church I go to, yeah. but really that's Jake. So like those are the few people that are always commenting or liking my stuff, and like yeah. that's good enough for me. That's yeah. fine if that's who wants to hear it, then that's great. And then it'll grow into more people who want to hear what I have to say. So yeah. that's who I'm always talking to. That's why when I put across original content, that it sounds like I like know exact. Sometimes I don't know what I'm talking about, 
but I fake it till I make it. And people believe me. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you also do know a lot and also your reels are hilarious. So I think people should follow you on Instagram anyway. And it's Emily. Okay. Emily Renee. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, wait a minute, Emily Renee. Okay. It, it, you're that one that you did speaking of Shit's Creek with your, um, like where you had David oh, and Moira and oh my gosh, I was laughing so hard. I'm like, this is hilarious. It, Cause you are so your, your facial expressions <laughs> are so I'm like, there's my little actress. I don't know. It's just so funny. You're not my little anything anymore, but you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> That's like my favorite scene from Shit's Creek. So I was oh, like, so funny. Was audio. <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. So anyway, I, this has been so helpful, Emily. I really appreciate it. I think that I hope that teacherpreneurs appreciate it as well. I think they will, because sometimes we get really scared when it comes to that. Let me ask you one question that doesn't have to do with reels, but still Instagram. What about stories? Do them. Do them. Okay. Also, people don't know that when you share your reel to your stories, those views count as views. So, yeah. So, oh, okay. I have a question about that. So, if you post a reel, let's say you post a reel, but you have done a story that day, and sometimes your later stories don't get seen as much because people like drift off. I maybe that's just me. I get boring, I guess. Um, so should you wait until the next day when it's fresh to no, just post it at the end? Yeah, just post it. Um, I, I don't think that you always need to be like super con- like contingent on like exactly what people are going to see. Just post it, like just do it. Okay. Like you posted okay. that reel, those views, and they'll go into the next day. The people that want to see it will see it. And also the drop off is completely natural. It's natural for followers too. And you kind of want that. You want the people that don't care to leave. To keep and, going. Yeah. And then the people that do care, the people that are going to see it. And so I, I think that you need to post your reel to your story after you post it. I always do that because those views count. And it also and another thing that is a huge pet peeve of mine that people do, do not post a giant sticker over your reel on your story. Don't do that because you think that you're encouraging people to go see it, but they're going to watch it on your story. And now you've made them skip it. And go to the next one. So, oh yeah, I think I might have done that before. I've done it too. We've all done it. Um, So I'm not like just like shaming you for doing it. I've done the same exact thing myself because we think, oh, this is going to get them to be like, I want to see what this is. But really, it's saying, oh, I can't see it. Next. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because then they don't get to the benefit of the caption. So you're like, go see this on my, on my, in my act, on my actual feed. But that's why you include a call to action. So when at the end of your reel, you should always be saying, read the caption or follow for more tips on blank or share this to your story so that more people get this value. Darn it. You, so tell them, actually tell your audience what to do because most of the time they're there more people are going to listen when you tell them than if you just assume they're going to read the caption because they're probably not so even if you have to put like actually add the text on the screen where uh-huh. just, where they just have to read go read the caption that's better than nothing but i do and this is something i have to work on too is saying actually saying great you watch this reel first step is done now go read the caption for more information 
or go follow me because I'm going to give you more information on this later on. And then people are like, oh, okay, I'll go do that because they said so. So it's more likely that they're going to do that if you actually give them very clear directions because people are lazy. They don't want to read the captions. They don't want to do anything without that clear direction. Once you tell them what to do, they're like, oh yeah, I forgot that I wasn't going to do that, but now I'm going to. And if they're not, then they're not. They're not, they're yeah. No, but that makes sense. And follow me for more and then share on your stories. I never even thought of share this on your, so you say, literally say share on your stories. Yeah. Share this on your story for more people to get this information or share this oh. with your followers. So that way you can give them this benefit of whatever it is that you're posting. Okay. So that's something that I, I mean, I added that in my caption today and even add that also in your caption, add okay. a next step. So if you're like, go read the caption for more details, have the caption be whatever the details are. And at the end, be like, follow for more tips on whatever it is that you're teaching. So like just always add a call to action. And another thing that you want to add at the beginning, um, another thing that I'm working on myself is like a grabber, just like you teach in reading and writing. You want to teach that in reels too. You want to be like, Hey, teacherpreneurs, this is going to be a really great idea for your business. Then they're like, oh, what's this great idea? They want to see it. So try to add something at the beginning that's pulling them in so that they actually want to see it and they don't, they stop their scroll. Okay. Okay. All right. Whoa. My mind is blown. I feel like, um, no, I'm serious. I'm like, have have these notes and I'm like, I told you you should have taken DCA and then you could have done a course on, on Instagram. Um, (laughs) I I need help. Like this is, whoa. So, all right. That was so helpful. Thank you very much, Emily. Yeah. Where can people um, find you? So you can find me on Instagram Emily Renee. Okay. Um, Also, if anyone has any further questions, I would be happy to answer that. Um, You can email me at hello at Emily Renee VA and Renee is with two E's at the end, um, .com. So Emily Renee VA.com. Um, you can also find me on my website, Emily Renee VA.com, um, and Facebook at Emily Renee VA. <laughs> Very good. And I will, you'll give me all these links and I'll add, actually you'll add them to the show notes. So that's yeah. perfect. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thanks again. Of course. Thank you. And thank you for sticking around. Go check that out if you are looking for store audits. And remember, if you are wanting to join YDP and Debrie, then hop on over to trinadebrieteachingandlearning.com forward slash YDP. And remember, teacherpreneurs, I am proud to stand among you. And if you're feeling it, I'd love for you to rate, review, and subscribe to the show so you don't miss a thing. You can also catch me on Facebook at teacherpreneurs, raise your hand, or on my website, Trina Debery, teaching and learning, teacherpreneurs, raise your hand. I'll catch you next time. Bye for now.